All right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, August 30th, 2021, and it's interesting because we have a lot of very niche stories in the news, but these niche stories seem to connect to the overarching, I guess you could say, objective of what's happening globally amongst different, uh, you know, geopolitical factions. So it's pretty interesting. So uh, let's jump right into it. We'll be covering news from all around the world. Um, So first off, uh, an Australian reporter was hit with a rare Pfizer side effect from heart damage. Again, we also have another New Zealand woman who died after receiving the Pfizer vaccine. Now, again, there's speculation it had to do with heart problems with this particular woman from New Zealand. With that being said, if we take a look at this Australian reporter, we have to question when they use the term rare. Seriously, we we really do. Like, let's be real at this point. It's not even being conspiratorial. Again, this is the problem I have with the whole STEM community, science, technology, engineering, mathematics. The whole point is to be able to experiment, speculate, things like that. In the public domain, they're trying to create this uh, echo chamber censorship bubble, as I don't need to explain to all of you. And again, we talk about it in the main episodes too, to make a quick connection. They compartmentalize within, you know, the uh, reverse, reverse engineering of alien tech and things like this, because again... It completely goes against the, the the concept of discovery and freedom and and science and and you know advancements of things. But again, it's all about controlling the narrative because we live in this, you know. <laughs> Anyways. The next thing is that actor Ed Asner has died at the age of uh, ninety-one. I believe he won a, an Oscar or an an Emmy. I'm not. I'm not certain i can't recall off the top of my head he was also in the movie elf if i'm not mistaken again um from what i understand respected actor not sure about his his career his personal life things like that so you know uh, respectfully just may he rest in peace um the next thing is that china has cut uh, children's online gaming to one hour per day Look, again, this is the whole thing with the CCP. There's also some protests going on in Tiananmen Square, if I'm not mistaken, in China and uh, the CCP and Hong Kong. They are accusing um, these protesters of being influenced and being funded by, I guess you could say, foreign actors, if you will. Now, again, we also have to understand and look at both sides here. This is very similar to the uh, protests in the Kremlin in the... uh, Uh, 2011-12, if I'm not mistaken, in Russia, and Putin accused these protesters of being uh, paid for by the CIA and encouraged to go out and protest and things like that. Look, I believe a bit of everything in the sense that in my humble opinion, I think unless we're on the ground and unless we could see it for ourselves, we have to assume that there are paid actors. We also have to assume that there are people with real passion in these protests, not just in Russia, but again, like in China or Hong Kong, as, as mentioned here. And we, we have to assume that. Now, again, these ruling governments, generally speaking, will use these as excuses to say, look, they're trying to influence our country and things like that. The question comes down to what is your perspective? Should we leave countries like China and Russia alone and let their people deal with their own problems with with their own issues that they have with their government and their current rulers, if you will, or should we get involved? When I say we, I mean the West, you know, a handful of countries in Europe, the whole sort of NATO alliance, if you will, right? So again, it comes down to personal opinion as to whether or not we should be more of a nationalist sort of country or continent in the West and sort of mind our own business, or should we get involved in things like this, right? It's really not for me to say. The next thing is that there is allegedly a very vast shortage of coffee in Vietnam and a handful of other areas surrounding uh, Vietnam. So again, it, there's there's all kinds of uh, interesting things happening, and this is what I mean when I say that it's a bit of a niche story. But again, we'll see in the coming uh, in the coming days how actually this connects to uh, something in uh, an upcoming members episode on Patreon. The next thing is that the Apple CEO Tim Cook just got a seven hundred and fifty million dollar payout. I believe he sold all of his stocks and shares. Look, the 
is he entitled to it? I mean, the, the rich get richer. The you know the the middle class keeps uh, deteriorating. And again, it, it's that whole argument of does he really need it? Of course he doesn't. Part of my English, he doesn't fucking need it. Of course he doesn't. The guy's worth hundreds of millions already. I, I think at this point, it it makes him a billionaire. If not, he's already one. If I'm not mistaken. So, anyways, keep in mind, folks. This is he sold his shares in Apple, seven hundred and fifty million dollars liquidated. That's cash. That's not assets, properties, that's raw cash. So again, that's that's stupid rich at that point. Um, the next thing is that Kanye West dropped his new album Donda, but says that Universal Studios put the album out without his approval and removed some, I think, uh, guest appearances or uh, what's it, features on the, on the album. Again, this has to do with, you know, the whole concept of, I guess, what you would call corporate slavery. Um, it... It's very difficult to sort of go out on your own, and that's why the corporations seem to be trying to curate and control uh, things like the internet, because it's it's pretty much, uh, it's waking a lot of people up, right? The next thing is that Hurricane Ida has now been downgraded to a tropical storm after knocking out power for millions in New Orleans. Again, people are saying that Hurricane Ida is going to be Biden's version of uh, Hurricane Katrina when Bush was president and things like that. I, I'd like to hope there's no, I don't want to say conspiracy, but there's no um, devious or conspiratorial or depraved planning around this. I really do hope as simple as, uh, you know, the employees and the staff and personnel at FEMA do a good job to help the people. Unless there's something I'm missing here, I, um, I, I just hope for the best for the people. In terms of as to whether or not this storm was artificially created or not, <laughs> that's up for a different debate. But, you know, um, the next thing is that the U.S. Army is allegedly intercepting rockets that are being shot at uh, headed for uh, Kabul. Um, and more specifically, the airport uh, area. Look, they're intercepting the rockets, but, you know, it, it's uh, at this point, like the, the the Taliban, this kind of takes me to my next point. The Taliban has possession of about $85 billion worth of U.S. weapons, rockets, Humvees, you name it. They have an army. It, that's it. It's done. They got an army. From my understanding, the last figures that I read, uh, just to make a quick comparison, Russia spends about $40 billion uh, U.S. dollars per year on their military. Okay, and they're in the top five. The Taliban, from my understanding, is a handful of groups of tribes and things like this. And if I'm mistaken, please correct me, but I believe that is the case, right? And they now have almost $100 billion worth of weaponry and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not trying to oversimplify it. They may not have the training potential that the U.S. and the British SAS and the Israeli Mossad and, you know, these the, the, the hand-to-hand combat, uh, you know, that they have. But again, if you get these guys in shape, you, you, some push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, you know, the, the go for, you know, like the jogs in the morning. They'll get in shape, and then they got the weapons. They'll put up a fight if anyone ever tries to go back, which, again, brings us to our next point. Could it be that the CIA took advantage of Biden's stupidity, if you will, and basically created this mess so they could stay there for the lithium or for many other things, or for the simple interest of uh, imperialistic control? Again, we gotta, we have to speculate. we got to speculate because the government's been lying so goddamn much, Right. Um, the next thing is that Amazon will be implementing more credit-based purchases, including a company uh, called Affirm, which is centered around a buy now and pay later model. Again, it if you ask me, and Camden brought this up to me, Camden brought this story up. Again, thank you, brother, as always. I'm sure everyone appreciates the, uh, your work uh, that you do and all that. But Camden made a great uh, thing. He texted it to me. He goes, yes, of course. Let's just drown people in more debt and more credit. It's true. 
the whole goal is to just keep the credit system going. Very similar to what I posted on my Instagram uh, about a month back about uh, a movie from, I believe, the 70s or 80s where they were taught in a Hollywood film, American film, where they were talking about aliens existing and they were saying, listen, we can't tell the public about aliens because this life works and this world works like a 30-year mortgage. And that really stuck with me, and I'll, I'll tell you a quick story why. About a year ago, or a year and a half ago, when the pandemic hit and all that, I was hearing stories around my neighborhood of people calling uh, their banks, saying uh, they, they were going to commit suicide, telling the bank tellers and the receptionists at the banks they were going to commit suicide because they couldn't pay their mortgage because for the first month or two of the lockdowns, like most people around the world, I would imagine, you know, companies, businesses, banks, they didn't know what to do and how to handle this. So the fact that people couldn't pay their mortgages, they were getting extremely depressed and suicidal just from that which sadly shows you how ingrained and entrapped so many people are in this this uh, metaphorical prison and companies like a firm doing this credit-based system with a comp with a conglomerate like Amazon is not going to help it by any means again you see how easy it is to buy stuff on Amazon with when you have money in your bank account imagine if you got credit now huh, right so the um, the next thing is that there was a Department of Defense leaked document uh, talking points for uh, the Pentagon spokespeople regarding the questions about UFOs and aliens. Um, we'll be covering this in a public episode too, and more um, in elaborating on it in the members episode for certain things I know I can't say publicly, but holy cow, you got to see the things. Uh, the Pentagon wrote out a whole point form sheet. If you're asked about Lou Elizondo, say this. If you're asked about this, say this. They word it so well, and it's a perfect example of the dissemination of propaganda using fancy, you know, terms and things like that. For example, they don't they, they obfuscate. They don't lie, but they obfuscate very well. We could argue in layman's terms it's a blatant lie. So, for example, uh, one document, uh, a document, um, sorry, a sentence on the document says, if you're asked about Lou Elizondo and if he worked for ATIP, you say, it, the way they worded it, folks, was just so well. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you see what I'm saying. Uh, the next thing is that Let's take a look here. Uh, Thailand has launched a manhunt for policemen, a couple, uh, two policemen, after there was a video that w surfaced of them torturing a drug dealer to death. Look, I'm not saying, uh, you know, this, this drug dealer was a good person. However, it, it's, it's very contextual and circumstantial. I'm not trying to defend drug, drug dealers. It really depends. You mean drug dealer, like, was this person moving, you know, was he a wholesaler in the sense that he was high-level organized crime? Because then, I'll be honest with you folks, being realistic here, I I'm, feel a little bit less, uh, you know, um, not, not so remorseful, if you will, if this was someone like that. But if this was, you know, a, uh, a 17, 18, 19-year-old just selling dime bags on the street, come on, you beat the guy to death, right? So, it... It really depends. I'd like to know the details of this particular drug dealer before I can make a an opinionated comment. Um, the next thing is that uh, Turkey, which is a member of NATO, is reportedly nearing a deal to recognize Afghanistan's Taliban government and operate the Kabul airport in partnership with Qatar, paving the way for the Islamist group to attract foreign aid and investment. Now, before I go on, I just want to say that we will be covering more things in, in this episode than just Afghanistan, but... I have to I have to spec comment on this. I feel look, Erdogan, who's the prime minister of Turkey, if I'm not mistaken, it depends on how you view it. If you view it from the perspective of no morals or ethics, he's smart. It's true. I mean, it's it's unfortunate to say, but it's true. He's smart. I mean, he's siding. He you know he's making deals with terrorists. But I mean, it, I'm not trying to say that what he's doing is right. But if you look at it from a strategical standpoint and we, we take out the labels of politicians, terrorists, criminals, because we can argue sometimes they're one and the same, right? It, 
he, he's making his moves. He's seeing an opportunity. And, you you know, Belarus and, and Putin and Russia, they're going to sort of, you know, work their way in there too, I'm sure. This is, I, I'm sure Putin's loving this, uh, in my opinion. Um, the next thing I wanted to mention too, speaking of Putin very quickly, was that he made a speech, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday or the day prior regarding the vaccine. I... Okay, we have to look at it in two different ways, and I'll explain why I'm saying this. We have to look at it from an intelligence angle, but also from a human rights angle or a freedom type, uh, freedom of speech type of angle. So Putin basically said, in the country of Russia, they need to encourage as many people as possible in the most respectful way, yet persistent way, to get the vaccine. However, he said, if people do not want to take it and they're fully educated, they mu- that choice must be respected. And he said it is even worse, he said in his speech, if people need to be stressed out of fear of losing their job because they did not get vaccinated and their employers are saying they must. He said that is a big no-no in Russia. He basically told, he basically banned it. I don't think he put a law in, but you know how Putin works. He told all the oligarchs, all the guys, the big business guys, and they'll listen to him, right? So Putin's using this to his advantage. He knows the West is watching in Europe, the people of Europe and the West are watching, and he knows he's going to gain some brownie points from the everyday citizen because they're going to say, look, he respects the both choices, but he understands the freedom side of things too, right? That's from an, an, an intelligence angle. Perception is reality, right? So he's now garnering more support. He will take advantage of every opportunity wherever he sees fit, in my opinion, right? So again, we have to keep that in mind. Uh, the next thing is that a U.S. Uh, drone attack killed Afghan children and innocent, uh, an innocent family, allegedly. Now there's an investigation and things like this. I believe the owner of the, I forgot, it was a, I think it was a baseball team, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to, took, took out an ad in the Wall Street Journal as of this morning saying, Mr. President, you've made us as Americans eternally shameful and things like this. Look, I'm putting politics aside. You couldn't, in terms of how much of a screw-up Afghanistan was, you can't make this shit up, guys. You, you really can't. It was such a, part of my English, such a fuck-up on so many different levels, right? So, again, um, and the fact that they now did this drone strike, they won't say who the high-level um, ISIS-K targets or ISIS targets were, but now all of a sudden, you know, then it gets leaked that they killed an innocent family. Jesus Christ. Th- this is not This is not good at all. Um the next thing is that the WHO warns of a quarter million more COVID deaths across Europe by the time uh, Christmas time, this Christmas, December rolls around. Yeah, okay, you know, I'm just bringing this up bec- just to do a little recap so all of you guys have your finger on the pulse as to what's going on with COVID. But I, again, th- there's so much, there's so many numbers and data, so much data being thrown around. Whatever, whatever. Um, the next thing, if we can even call it data, I say that with air quotes. Uh, the next thing is that Israel's police, uh, an Israeli police officer was shot at uh, the Gaza protests and uh, was, uh, uh, I believe, um, recently pronounced dead. It's only going to sp- spur more issues. I believe Palestinians were injured as well, too. So, you know, it, it, yeah, this is not going to end anytime soon. However, what's interesting, though, to follow that up is that Naftali Bennett, the current um Israeli Prime Minister urged uh, former Prime Minister Netanyahu to give back his gifts he received while Prime Minister, which is what led to the uh, investigation of Netanyahu's corruption trial and stuff like that. I don't think Netanyahu cares. I don't think he'll do it anyways. But with that being said, what's also uh, interesting as well, too, is that the um, uh, the current, um, what was it? Excuse me. The current minister of, of, of defense of Israel, uh, Benny Gantz, that was his name, yes, uh, is is meeting with the president of Palestine, if I'm not mistaken. So clearly Naftali, Naftali Bennett, 
he's got i don't know if it's a if it's an intelligence play a geopolitical play if he's got something up his sleeve or if he's really trying to push for better relations between um between the i guess you could say their adversaries or enemies israel's enemies in the in the in the region it's interesting though because you know if you look at naftali bennett's history he did work his way up but he was allegedly a net one of netanyahu's proteges and he's allegedly even more nationalistic and far right than netanyahu is but as of right now we're not seeing that now i could be wrong i have not you know followed his uh, pl- every political move that mr bennett's made very closely but let's we'll see what happens right um let's see uh the next thing is that um Let's take a look. 11 were killed in a boat collision in Peru's Amazon. Again, these are things, unfortunately, you can't prevent. Shit happens. And I'm not trying to just brush those deaths off. But, you know, it's so sad to see. Um, The next thing is that now this is a problem. At least 19 civilians were burned and hacked to death by rebels in the DRC. Oh, holy cow. Yeah, no, this is not. uh, This is not. This is not good. This is hacked to hacked to death. It's battle. I mean, I don't need to say it. It's bad enough alone that people got to die, but you're getting hacked to death, really, or burnt alive. Christ, like um, the next thing is that the Zambian finance minister says that the IMF, uh, International Monetary Fund, their loan is important to its finances. Um, Again, this is how, in my opinion, the IMF, you know, the World Bank, Federal Reserve, you name it. This is how, again, arguably leading back to the U.S. and, and Israel. And I'm not saying this in a bad way, nor in a good way, trying to stay unbiased. This is how they keep control of certain chess pieces on the board, if you want to call it right. They keep control like that. IMF loan is needed. You get politicians on your side. You have a regime that favors a pro-democracy regime, which we now know to be just, you know, pro-American more than anything else. And that's up for debate as to, you know, the benefits and and downfalls of that too so you know that's just it's a very fluid system the way it works when you folks when you really delve into the details of the way politics and intelligence communities operate they're no different than you and i they're maybe sure you might have the odd super genius or what have you but ultimately they're no different than you and i they're human like everyone else these you know so um the the next thing uh, sorry excuse me the final thing is that uh, mothers have been handing off their kids to U.S. soldiers and personnel because they know their kids will have a better life in the West now that the Taliban is taking over again. I believe it. I believe it. They don't even know who these Americans are, but they're just saying, here, take my child because they know um, we know they'll have a better life in um, uh, in the West. It's rough and it's it's tough, but hey, you know, that's... Unfortunately, that's the reality, and we cannot thank uh, the West for helping that as of recently. But you know, so uh, with that being said, folks, that's all for today. We have a "Let's Get Banned" episode coming out later today for the public. Um, another members episode coming in the next 24 hours or so, and we'll just uh, and we also have a live stream coming out uh, coming tomorrow too. So, with that being said, thank you everybody for watching and listening, and we'll catch all of you very very soon. Cheers.